0: Thoughts and ideas expressed in this podcast are the those of the authors and guests of the podcast. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Soberless Thoughts. Hello world, and welcome to another riveting episode of Outsider Cinema Reviews. Today, I'm your host, Michael Erdenbeck, and I'm here with my brother, the one and only Sir Alexander Golay. Hello, everybody.
1: It's, hello, hello. We are going to do a cinema review. It's going a cinema to be. Review. It's going to be great with me and my mate over there, Michael Michael Oldenbeck. art cinema cinema
0: reviews. Listen, we we take these films here, and uh, what we do is we like to look at them and we like to think about what exactly it is
1: about this film that just really strikes to our soul. I believe this one is going to bring something new out of us, if you haven't already noticed, and it's going to re just re us to a new level that we I haven't never. been before. Oh, I've never been to this level before. <laughs> We, last
0: time we, I was, last time I got close to this level, they had to drag me out of the pub by my ex.
1: That's a wee bit of a pickle. <laughs> uh, I know. See, we are going to take it to the next level, and we are going to go from the level 10 you're used to, and we're going to turn it up to 11. <laughs> that's right. One more level higher. Yeah, it's one
0: more, isn't it? It's better. It, it's all it's one more, just one more level higher because if you take if you take a ten, listen here, if you take a ten and you listen to that and then you like you're like I need more. You need more. Well you got one more, you got one more knot, you crack it up. You got eleven. <sighs> Let me tell you something. Ah, oh. don't strain yourself now. I'm trying. I'm trying not to. I mean, I. I need another pint. Is what I need. <laughs> Speaking of pints, uh, what kind of what kind of hard cider cinema
1: drink are you drinking over there? So tonight, I've decided to dip into something a little bit more local for all the chaps out there that love the l- local stuff. We are going to be drinking the Country Boy Brewing classic hard cider. And this is uh, brewed in Georgetown, Kentucky. It is a tasty treat on my end, but it is, uh, if I could pull up my review, that I somehow lost. Um, Georgetown, Kentucky. That's in the states for you uh, you all though. don't (laughs) understand.
0: That's in the states.
1: That's right. It's in the states with all the Yanks. Yeah. That time we used to rule them over there. Uh, this uh, classic cider is made um, most ciders are made from apples Uh, this is 6.8% alcohol Um, they are passionate about ciders and fermented with their house yeast strain to produce an easy drinking and delicious apple flavor that is called the country to the core Uh, that is what I will be drinking Uh, what are you drinking over there Oh, I'm drinking
0: cider boys, cider boys, pineapple and, and, uh, oola, cool, for Ula. pineapple,
1: hard <laughs> cider cinema. So this hard cider is a mixture of two or combination of two different things together. And it's apples and pineapples, which makes a very good delectable drink, uh, it is about 5% alcohol, so I think I am beating on the alcohol percentage, but it is a big citrus taste boom of feeling the waves. It will never go flat. Hey, it is amazing. I'll yep. tell you what. Uh, I could drink
0: probably 17 of these. It's, at, least, at least. At least
1: 17 of them. Yeah. It sounds like a good time. Uh, I haven't tried mine yet. I'm about to take a sip. Let's see what happens.
0: Stop wasting my-
1: you know I always I fucking forget what a cider you know tastes what like what I until I drink it. Oh crikey! It Do I have to come right that? It's like a weird champagne that, that's like it's sweet as hell and it's just kind of bubbly and I don't know.
0: I'll tell you what. what? Not, I find this. I find this much more, much more delicious or any champagne that's on the market today.
1: Maybe it's just this one. Maybe it's just very... It's very bubbly.
0: That's probably because I just fucking hate champagne, man. <laughs> I can't stand it. It hits my gut and I want to throw up. I'm like, this is disgusting. I'm not celebrating shite. <laughs> yeah.
1: Not a shite and On a hard cider. Hard cider. Cinema. Cinnamon. The cinema Ready, Go, Ready. We
0: are going to review So tonight we're going to be talking about A cock classic uh, One of those One of those movies that One of those movies that
1: <laughs> <laughs> Why did it sound like you said cock? <laughs> a cock classic <laughs> Oh just us was cla- fucking of oh, shit! off a car classic for all you authors. there. Oh, a cock classic. cold oh. classic. Uh,
0: this this is Spinal Tap.
1: Oh, Spinal Tap. <laughs> Jesus criminy. Could you imagine it's, doing that for an entire movie? Uh,
0: yeah. I mean, no. Lots of takes. Lots of takes. <laughs> lots of takes. Yeah. Holy. Dude, how much is Spinal Tap? Okay, we're doing Spinal Tap. How much is Spinal Tap?
1: Yep. You think is ad-libbed by these guys? Oh, is that? Oh, man. See... That's a tough question because I bet you uh, it's kind of one of those things that like I know a lot of comedy movies will go into character and like they give you like the outline and they're like, hey, this is kind of what we want you to say. So say that line. But if you want to keep riffing, go ahead. Right. And I feel like a lot of this movie is like that. Yeah, like they took like the third or fourth thing that came off the top of their head. Like the there was a scene in the beginning where they're talking to the, uh, the guy and they're talking about their ex-drummers dying. And right. like, I feel like half of those are made up on the spot. Like, well, right. then there was one that, you know, he just cons- he just spontaneously combusted on stage and like you look at the other (laughs) actors one of them's like cracking up when he says it and he's trying to like keep a straight face like i don't i don't you know it was sad
0: (laughs) i think they like i want to say almost like they uh like they'll go through one one take of exactly whatever the script says yeah and we are like okay all right now let's do something
1: else yeah like all right now let's have fun with it dude see what and see what comes out. There's some of the best lines in cinema are ad Um, I actually looked at something not too long ago because I like weird shit like that. But uh, you know the line from Guardians of the Galaxy. You ever seen it? I've seen it um, many times. Edward, have you seen the second one? That's what the one I was actually thinking of. I have. All right, so you know the part where he's uh Star Lord is coming down and yet if whatever that dude the blue dude with the fucking yeah. Mohawk and the uh, the uh arrow he's right. holding on to the he's holding on to the arrow and he's kind of got Star-Lord and then Star-Lord like you look like Mary Poppins and <laughs> y- the, the other guy goes like is he cool and he goes yeah he is and they just keep yeah, going yeah. down that whole that whole thing was made up it was ad-libbed oh yeah yeah it was uh <laughs> what's his name that played star lord just like the cameras are rolling he just say hey you look like star lord and the guy just ran with it it was like oh yeah is he cool <laughs> hey, you look like mary poppins yeah that's a uh, Rourke, R- roke michael rourke roke yeah. something like that which i kind, not i didn't meet him but i i don't know how to say it like i, I kind of met him he was at a comic-con i was at and uh he was kind of walking by and I just kind of was like, Hey man, what's going on? Just kind of like shook his hand and he was just trying to like get by the line I was standing in. And I was like, Hey real quick. Uh, he's having to do something else, but, um, he was, you know, he's also in walking dead and shit like that. Uh, yeah,
0: whatever. He We're was my friends. favorite
1: character. He's my favorite character in walking dead. I know. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He was stuck up on a rooftop. Oh, that's right. Cut his own (laughs) fucking hand off. That's right. Spoiler. All right. Although although he didn't jump off like I would have done. Yeah. He
1: didn't have any flippers, bro. That's Um, true. That's true. He was not prepared. Yeah. Uh, So we are talking about Spinal Tap this evening. And if you're not familiar with Spinal Tap, where the fuck have you been for the last like 30 years? Uh, Spinal Tap is a movie that came out in 1984 about a British... Rock hair band, and Uh, it is a. Would you call it a comedy, a mockumentary? What would you call it? It's a rockumentary, baby. I feel like if you've ever played music, you have to watch this. And I've, I I say that being the guy that has actually never watched it till recently. And I've always about watching the stuff that if you're a musician, you should watch. And I, it was the one thing that I put off, and I got to be honest. It was better than what I thought because I thought it was going to be so fucking dry and slow. And that's why yeah. I've always put it off. It's not. No, it's not. It's way no. better. Um, Listen, in, honestly,
0: I think it was better me rewatching it. Because like, the last time I seen it, it until recently when we decided we were going to do this. Yeah, uh, The time before that that I saw it was probably when I was a teenager yeah, and I hadn't seen it since. And like, and I know when I was a teenager a lot and I mean like 80 to 75% of the jokes went over my head. Oh yeah.
1: I can totally see
0: that. Yeah, and I know like I would laugh and not know what I was laughing at. And then this time <laughs> around, this time around I'm laughing and I'm like, "Oh, that was fucking hilarious." <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, it it holds up too. I got to give it to it. Like there's little things that's like it's different because it's so old, but at the same time I'm like it kind of holds up, man. It holds some weight. Yeah. I mean, there might be some things people are like, "What the fuck is that?" like uh there there was a scene like where they play at a Air Force base. And I'm like, you know, the view of, I guess, military back then would be different than our view of military today. Cause I, I was th- sitting there thinking, like, man, if this was like the band that showed up today, they'd fucking, I could, I could see people partying down and going fucking crazy. Like, it'd be like, oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, but the the view of like that back then, it was just like everyone's like straight laced, and they're like, "Oh my god, what are they singing?" It's, oh, we can't, no, ju- no. Yeah, yeah. And every military <laughs> every military person I've met, <laughs> I'm like, no, I could totally see them like. So we chugging beers, or are we just uh drinking fast? Oh, <laughs> uh, so uh, what's your what's your uh, favorite?
0: moment in a Spinal Tap?
1: Oh, man. There are so many good ones. By the way, uh, well, I'll get into that in a second, but my favorite moment... Um, uh, part of me likes the military part, because I actually like the song they were singing. It was like, I want to I want to get I want to have sex in your love garden so let me like slide <laughs> into your beans or something like that. Like the lyric was so intense for what the setting was. It was right. like it was something like that. Uh and it that made me laugh. Um I feel like I I built up the moment about the 11. But like if yeah. you look at it it goes to 11 and everyone else just goes to 10. And he's like, "Why don't you just make everything louder so 10 is louder he's like yeah but then it wouldn't have 11.
0: this is a top to uh you know what we use on stage but it's very very special because if you can see yeah the numbers all go to 11. look right across the board oh. 11 oh, 11 11 and most of 11 of and then amps then... go up to 10. exactly does that mean it's louder is it any louder well it's one louder isn't it it's not 10 you see, most, most blokes, you gonna know, be playing at
1: ten, you're on ten here, all the way up, all the way up, yeah. all the way up, you're on ten on your guitar, where mm. can you go from there? Where? I don't know. Nowhere, exactly. What we do is, if we need that extra push over the cliff, you know oh, what we do? Uh, put it up to
0: eleven. Eleven, exactly. One louder. Why don't you just make ten louder, and make ten be the top
1: number, and make that a little louder?
0: these
1: go to 11 <laughs> right like that was pretty <laughs> funny but i had heard that so many times that i just kind of waiting for this epic moment and i was like it was funny but it you know if i you hear all the references before you actually see the movie it kind of ruins it um I don't know. It was either that or when they were talking about all their ex drummers blowing up, I guess. Uh, (laughs) And and they're like, well, then there was this one and he got eaten by a bear and this one, he spontaneously combusted. And then they're asking the other drummer in the bathtub. So do you think anything's going to happen? He was like, I don't think, I think, you know, it's a good chance that, uh, you know, everything that happened to all their other drummers won't happen to me because it's already happened to them. (laughs) right yeah and then yeah later on and poor guy (laughs) yeah spoiler alert (laughs) he blows up
0: (laughs) how many people thought that this was a real life documentary when it first came out in
1: 1984 do you know what i don't know uh I I could see people believing it because it it kind of comes off like all right, so if if you're unaware, there is it starts off like this uh this news guy or this uh interviewer is making this documentary about spinal tap. And yeah, the funny Rob thing is Reiner. At, Rob Reiner, I was gonna say, now we all know him today, but back then he would have been like a vague like someone in the background that you probably wouldn't have known his name as much. So you see that. And by the way, there are so many people in this movie. I was constantly pausing like, holy shit. I didn't know they were in this. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The cameos are incredible. Yeah. Uh, freaking Billy Crystal. Um, Oh, what's her nuts with the, he, (laughs) um, Fran Drescher. Oh my God. Yeah. She was the nanny. Um, friend dresser um then hell one of the bandmates is a guy that's been in so much stuff um michael mckean yeah the lead singer yeah he was in clue which is another like cult classic but he was like in so much more than that um oh if you ever seen little nicky yes uh, he was in little nicky yeah he was the police chief uh, what was there was actually the military officer guy. He was in a lot of stuff too. Um, he was the uh, in Anchorman. He was the uh, the boss of like Will Ferrell, and he goes, yeah. So my son, uh, you know, apparently he was tripping on something called acid, and he shot a bow and arrow into a crowded group. Uh, I've got to go down <laughs> there, but yeah. What do you need, uh, there, Anchorman? Uh, okay. <laughs> whatever your name is, I can't think. I'm trying to see like if. This was Rob Reiner's first directorial thing. Well, the funny. All right. So I was looking at this writing credits, Rob Reiner, Michael McKean. So they both wrote on it. Uh, Harry Shearer, Christopher Guest. Yeah. Which I think Christopher Guest was. Uh, was Nigel. Was the uh, bass. Yeah. The bassist with the uh, cucumber hog.
0: No, Christopher Guest was the lead guitar player. Oh, was Nigel. he? Nigel. Yeah, he was he was uh David's best friend. Were, oh, okay. It was David and Nigel. Well then uh
1: Harry Shearer maybe was uh
0: Yeah, Harry Shearer was the was Derek Smalls, the bass. Gu- yeah. the bass guitar guy.
1: I liked him. He w- he was funny because he would like smoke his pipe and be like he was kind of like that uh, Dave Chappelle, where he's like doing Little John, where he's like, Yeah, yeah, yes, my word, good sir, and da-da-da. Like, he was always doing that. Like, like one moment, he's like playing bass, and he's like putting his crotch in the camera, and it looks like he's got like a foot-long hog. Yeah. And then the next thing, he's like, both like just cross-legged, smoking a pipe, and he goes, Well, the band, I think, will find its way. We're just looking for that moment that brings out the light, and da 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 like he gets stuck in that fucking cocoon thing yeah i forgot about that and he's just sitting there like of course he gets out right when everyone gets back in but there's
0: so there's a lot of this movie reminds me of
1: like a mighty python type movie oh totally totally that could totally say that i mean it's definitely got those vibes to it. Kind of like a little slapsticky, a little goofy, but it's still trying to be serious and in the moment. But well, what they're they're not trying to be serious, they're just playing it deadpan. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. True. They see the other uh rock star in the hotel lobby or whatever. They're like, hey man, it's awesome to see you. Hey, hey buddy, yeah. Yeah. And then he walks away and they're like, fuck that guy.
1: <laughs> that piece of shit yeah <laughs> his music shit uh <laughs> i uh which i i was say watching i totally saw the uh lead seeker doing the john lennon oh my god i just went blank on her name what's the infamous dude yoko Uno. yoko ono yeah. um yeah, the blonde doing the Yoko Ono thing. I thought that was hilarious that like their road manager quit and she took it over. And I was like, yeah, hey, let's see where this goes. And then they're doing fucking puppet shows at zoos <laughs> and <laughs> old folks home, all that kind of shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. We got this under control.
0: Yeah. She's like, look, I got it. Yeah. No. She Can't be sucked. that hard. Yeah. Dude, I think they made her out to try and suck. They made her. As
1: the sucky person,
0: the movie oh, for did sure.
1: Yeah, the movie did. Well, it had to have some. It had to have a villain, and I guess that was her. is She the villain of the movie. I guess. I mean, that's the only one I can think of. Yeah,
0: she's the only one that adds turmoil. I mean, other than the guys themselves. Yeah, yeah. But this is a total bro movie, man. Oh yeah, it's this is a. I feel like this is almost a movie made for guys. It's a movie made for yeah. guys. Yeah. Although females can enjoy it too if they want. Yeah. It's I, not uh, hating. It's not a hater
1: movie. No, not at all. It's a lover I, movie. I do gotta say, I really wish I could have saw their album cover with <laughs> the one that got uh, banned. Yeah. Like I was the one that got banned. Yeah, I wanted to see it. Yeah, they never show it. I know it's sad. You just get to see the, you get
0: to see what the, uh, you get to see a prequel to what the Metallic album
1: looked like. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Maybe that was an ode to uh, Spinal Tap. Maybe that's what- a little, a little, a little wink to him. They just didn't tell anybody. That was what I thought the first, or uh,
0: when I rewatched it and I saw that, because I totally forgot that it was just a solid black album cover. Yeah. And I was looking at it, I was like, dude, that looks, <laughs> that's the Metallica album. Yeah. That's a Metallica black album. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and that definitely happened way before that album. Oh, yeah. So uh, basically what we're saying is that Metallica ripped off Spinal Tap. <laughs> Pretty much, so, you know, we're going to need answers, so uh, Lars, uh, (laughs) all of y'all, give us a call. We'll talk about it on the podcast. Um, You'll plead your case, and we'll decide. That's
0: right, that's right, and uh, Alex's phone number is uh, (laughs)
1: 5555. Um, <laughs> habita habita habita. Um, we'll get the hotline set up. One eight hundred drunk. Dial me. <laughs> Email us
0: at soberless thoughts at gmail dot com. Uh, yeah. and put in the uh subject line: Hard cider cinema reviews. Yeah, right. I'm like, dude. The uh, I'm like, Alex, Alex.
1: James wrote us. <laughs> like James <Yeah>. <laughs> who? <what>? James from <laughs> Nevada. <laughs> All right, close enough. What do you got, James?
0: <laughs> What's up, James? Yeah. What do you rank? What do you rank Spinal Tap on a scale of one to James Bond? You notice <laughs> it's opposite as the drink scale.
1: I noticed the that. Movie. I like, huh. We're we're rating movies here. So are you saying James Bond the movie or the cocktail? Yeah. I did see it later, so I'm gonna give it a better. I'm going to give it about a seven. I didn't, I didn't absolutely fall in love with it, but I found it funny. I could totally see like if, see, here's the funny thing is about cult movies. It's one of those. It's like real cults. Yeah. You have to be indoctrinated very early on in your life to really appreciate them later on in your life. Cause like <clears throat> I, there's movies that I find that I love that are cult classics that other people don't like. And I'm like, and every time I go, well, if you saw when you were a kid, uh, i like,
0: What's one of those so- what's one that's of songs? Like, what's one of those songs? What's one of those movies? It's not movies so much is for cult It's more nostalgia. That you saw, but that is just this like is, your fucking go-to. That's a cult classic now.
1: Uh, I would say, all right. So the my go-to cult classic, if I have to pick one that I love to watch, and I've I, was borderline obsessed with it would be big trouble in little china oh see
0: that's not one of mine i would uh i think i watched that once in my life and was like eh,
1: about it yeah loved it still watch it I, i actually analyze it i've dude i sit there for like a year and i would watch it like at least once a month trying to analyze and figure it out what it is i like about this thing uh what about you Uh, mine would be, uh, the boondock saints. I mean, that's classic. I've see. I, I saw that one later when I was, uh, I think it came out like when I was, uh, like right before I went into college. So I saw it when I was in college. Um, but that is classic. That is actually one of my favorite movies of all time. Cult classic goes. I'm like, isn't that a cult classic? Would you consider that a cult classic? Oh, for sure. Definitely is now a cult. Yeah. A cult. Um, you know, I, uh, I feel like or I'll, maybe
0: uh, is you think, uh, oh, what the fuck is that Rob Zombie movie? Um, the one that came after A House of a Thousand Corpses, Devil's
1: Rejects. The, yeah, the Devil's Rejects. Yeah, is that a cult classic? It probably could be. See, you got to have time, and it, it's just about enough time for it to become a cult classic. Because I mean, that That's that came out one like, of like my one of my
0: favorite
1: movies of that genre. Yeah.
0: What even genre is that? I don't know. Uh horror um
1: is it is it horror though, really? I mean it's it's, it's like, like gruesome. It's like uh, it's like action horror. Uh let me see. That came out in 2005. So yeah, I mean yeah, it's it's 15 years old, so yeah. Um it is a horror Dude. it's American horror film written, directed by Rob Zombie. It's horror thriller. I see I would go almost horror action, but um that was a good one. I saw that one in theaters actually.
0: Dude, that's that's my number three favorite movie. Um Boondock Saints is my number two favorite movie. What's your number one? Can you guess what my number one is? Grease. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> You're <were> close though. <laughs> oh yeah.
1: Holy yeah. shit.
0: Because uh, it also involves a
1: Scientologist, Tom Cruise. It's called Top Gun. Oh, I was like, I was about to go, uh, <laughs> hairspray? <laughs> That's your number one. Um, I, which have I told the story about uh, Crybaby on here? I can't remember. Um, no. So I'll I'll tell you about my cult classic stories. Uh, so I I love cult classic films. I always have, uh, like. It, even, here's another one that I really like watching. For some reason, I watched it when I was younger. <clears throat> Rocky Horror Picture Show. Uh, I didn't. Now, granted, when I was younger, I didn't understand <laughs> a lot of the shit was going on, but it was like there's a lot of dancing, a lot of singing, a lot of weird shit going on. I was intrigued. Uh, I actually am a big. That's one that I still haven't seen. I. Oh yes. Ooh, dude, I got it. Uh uh so <laughs> whenever the covid, so this might be like way in the future, but and uh, like the next not the next, but one of us, you know, cider cinema reviews, if the world allows, maybe yeah. we go to a live viewing of Rocky Horror Picture Show and me and you will do a pre uh like podcasts before and then we'll go into it and then we'll come back out and do the other half of it Um, because like a a pre and post yes because let me tell you if you go see this shit in person holy shit balls there's a lot going on it's dude all we
0: got to do is get vaccinated we're ready to go let's get in there yeah let's check it out and uh, I'm down for that. I'm, they Don't they dress up and like fucking sing along to it and all this other shit? Yes.
1: Uh, I've got the perfect place. Uh, dude, it's actually one of the best things to do around Halloween. So we could actually do that like next year for Halloween um, at the uh, Kentucky Theater. It's like one of the best productions. They dude, it is like people like last time I went there, they had a line that wrapped around the block to see a movie that is, you know, Freaking 50 years old. I can't remember. It came out like in the <laughs> 70s or something like that. And I mean, yeah. it's every age group, and the people in line are dressed up as the characters. And it's, it's wild. It, it, it gets wild in there. Um, but are there any characters that I might look like? I mean, me and you both being heavy set guys, we could be, um, <sighs> you remember the singer meatloaf? <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, so he plays a guy, I think he's Rocky actually the Rocky War picture show. I think he's Rocky. Um, and he plays like almost like a Eddie. I'm sorry. Uh, he plays a guy named Eddie. Um, <clears throat> he, um, he's kind of like a, um, almost like a Frankenstein kind of biker is the best way I can yeah. describe him uh, <laughs> without telling you anything about this damn movie. Uh, he yeah. would be the only ones we could really, because I they, like, there's only so many. Uh, I mean, let me be honest with you. There's a couple cross-dressing dudes in this movie. So, I mean, if you want to put on some pumps and like uh like a uh, corset and shit like that. And Hey, by the way, when we go to this thing, I'm not going to softball it to you there are going to be dudes dressed like that. Last time I was there, I saw a dude that was like probably normally about six, one and about 300 pounds. And he was in a fucking corset and leggings and fucking garters and shit. Oh <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. And oh, I just no remember, that. I just remember thinking that is the biggest dude I've ever seen in high hills.
0: <laughs> and he was probably strutting that shit too. Like, oh I dude, was- he, he was Nothing like good.
1: Yeah. He was like butter. He was smooth, man. He was just <laughs> fucking floating across. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's, I, uh, I might actually have to ask my wife cause I got her to watch it live at the actual theater first and then watch the movie later. And in the movie, it's hard to actually watch the movie cause there's so much going on. Cause they not only do the, is the movie going on, but they reenact it in front of you. Um, it's so it's it's one of those things like I I don't know if we need to watch it first and then go in there but I don't know we'll figure it out
0: yeah we'll figure it out yeah
1: we'll uh, get it. But yeah
0: cult movies I uh both I'll it, smear on some lipstick and watch it by
1: myself first yeah I uh, well I got it if you ever want to watch it um, okay I will say both of the movies we watched you know A Spinal Tap is a cult movie for sure the second movie which we will review here in a little bit i dude it has all the makings to be a cult movie which we'll get into that here in a second i feel like the topic of tonight is cult movies oh i i almost forgot i didn't tell you my crybaby story yeah crybaby cult let's go so have you ever seen the movie crybaby yeah of course okay with johnny depp No. (laughs) all right so here's all right here's the thing i i have i had growing up i had an uncle who owned a movie store right yeah and he had two daughters both are you know obviously my first cousins around my age well whenever we would all get together with a couple of my other cousins we would always watch and it was honestly it was majority girls and then i was the one guy kind of thrown in there i'm just putting it that way because we'd always watch grease and we watch hairspray and yeah. then for some reason we started watching it, uh, Crybaby, and that was like my pick because they wanted something along those lines. Sometimes, but we had to watch. But I was like, "All right, let me let me do this one, right?" And I saw it one time, and it was kind of whatever. But so, Crybaby is a musical like Grease and Hairspray, uh, starring Johnny Depp, and he plays a greaser, and there's a bunch of like preppy kids and he kind of falls in love with the head preppy girl who is supposed to be dating like the head preppy guy kind of thing. It's like Romeo and Juliet meets, you know, whatever, every other high school fucking movie that's out there. Uh, So me and this guy, uh, one of my roommates back in uh, college, we're flipping through on demand and we see and we're like he's like man i don't know what to watch and i'm sitting there just drinking and he's kind of messed up and i'm kind of messed up and we both kind of see that i'm like he goes what's cry baby and i'll go i was like man it's a cult classic it's kind of a musical you either love it or gonna hate it i liked it back in the day i was like it it was actually like like I had like nostalgia. I was like, yeah, like I enjoyed it as a kid. It was a pretty good movie. I kind of talked it up a little bit. So we end up watching it. Right. (laughs) Yeah. And at the end of the movie, he turns to me and looks at me and goes, I just want you to know, I can never get that time back. (laughs) (laughs) He goes, I fucking hated that movie. It was so fucking stupid. And just like, he just goes off about it. Right. And I am not shitting you for like, probably like five to 10 years after we watched that movie. Every time we would start talking shop about movies, he I'd be like, "Yeah, man, you should go see this movie. It was good." He'd be like, "Oh yeah, is it good or is it crybaby good?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "God oh, damn it, it's it's actually good. It's not crybaby good." Right. And right. the only thing that makes it better is I made the wife watch Crybaby, and sh- we watched it. And the funny thing is, when we watched it together, I realized how cheesy it was, like. I I was sober when we watched it, and I was like, oh, shit, Ah, damn, this is a little cheesy. It is a little rough. And (laughs) she was like, that movie sucked. It was terrible. I was like, I still like it. I don't know what you're talking about. I like the songs on it. I like all that other Ah, stuff. Damn, she didn't even like it? No, she didn't. And it's, it's cheesy. Like, don't get me wrong. It's campy and cheesy, boom. Yeah, dude. The anyway. only
0: uh, the only movie that I like that's like based in that time frame, like the Greaser era, yeah. Is Outsiders, yeah. The Outsiders.
1: the Outsiders is a good one.
0: Yeah, that's my yeah. that's my go-to when I want to see some greased back hair. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is uh, I don't know. We might. That's another one. <laughs> another cinema review for another day. Um But yeah, so let's let's go back to Britain <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on the spinal tap. You know, we've grown musically. I mean you listen to some of the rubbish we did early on. It was stupid. Yeah. You know, now I mean a song like Sex Farm, we're taking a sophisticated view of the idea of sex, you know, and, and musically we're it on farm. Yeah. I liked it. It was it was one of those things that was like, it was quirky. It was campy. Uh, it was a little nostalgic for like old time shit. Like they had, you know, they, they had to like pick up a phone and they're like, Hey, come over here. And they right. had to go b- buy the phone. Um, <laughs> yeah. but it was, uh, you know, overall, I mean, I, like I said, I'll, I've rated it, <laughs> rated it like about a seven. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'd give it a solid seven. Yeah. And I would recommend it for a single viewing to somebody who's never seen it before. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, you should go watch that at least once. I agree. I I wouldn't say go buy the DVD. No. But I would say go watch it once. Just to watch it once, just so you
1: know what it's all about. I would say if you're a... I felt like the best time period to watch this, it would be like... Bros in their 20s, if you're like in a band or play music or anything like that, or you're just like, just enjoy music and you're and your friends like watching weird movies, that would be a good one. That like you all could sit around, drink any hell, make a drinking game, out of it. but like I feel like you would find it more hilarious. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I did read
0: that there's some. Uh, famous musicians who, when they're asked about Spinal Tap, they're like, that's not a funny movie. That's a fucking tragedy. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like, I don't like that movie. It's too realistic. Yeah, It's too, uh, like, it hits home in too many spots. It's not a funny
1: movie. I could totally see that. Because it has all the ups and downs.
0: uh, I think Steven Tyler is one of those guys. Oh, really? Aerosmith. he's like, I read that somebody asked him if he liked Spinal Tap, and he just looked at him and was like, no, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We're going to take a quick commercial break, and then when we come back, we are going to talk about a movie that somebody actually recommended to us in our email, uh, and that would be... The amazing and uh, mind-blowing, literally, Rubber. Rubber.
1: When Rubber meets the road, what's going to happen? You know what a washcloth is. You know what a loofah is. You even know what a fupa is. But Agmo Industries presents the Bufa, a cleaning sponge made from 100% all natural organic back hair. Yes, I said it, back hair. This coarse material helps to exfoliate and gets rid of dry, dead skin. We go to our local day spa and acquire the best hair to give you the better quality product. So if you want to take your shower to the next level, you get the Bufa. Hey Mike, what else can it be used for? Have you ever
0: heard of daddy issues? <laughs> Boof up. Boof up. And we're back. Yeah. Back at Hard Soda Cinema Review. Hard Soda Cinema Review. And we, uh, we want to thank Katie for sending the recommendation to watch Rubber.
1: Thanks Katie. Uh,
0: Unfortunately, it's not on Netflix anymore. Nope. But uh, we still found it and we still got it into
1: our eyesight. That's ads. right. We bought that shit. I had. So. <laughs> 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 yeah. I uh, wasn't happy, but, you know, I w- got excited because I was like, yeah, this could be good. Fuck it. Maybe I want to have this lying around. Well, uh, maybe.
0: Uh dude did you write down any notes for this cuz I got a whole lot of fucking notes on this No um <laughs> uh,
1: I don't need notes with movies I've got it all up here in the old coconut I uh, I don't cuz gonna... I watch
0: so much shit I listen to so much shit throughout every day Yeah
1: I got to keep track otherwise I'd forget See movies is one of those things that I just I I If I if I had it Anything in my life that was even borderline savant, that would be a movie. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the first thing,
0: this movie starts out with uh, a car driving down this road and uh, intentionally hits every fucking chair that's set up in this street, left to right, left the right, and the whole time I'm thinking that there should definitely be some kind of chair knocker over test. Yeah. Whenever you go
1: and take your driver's license. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That. Well. All right. So first of all, like, it opens up to a guy standing there with uh, binoculars, and he looks over, and there's uh, just a road of chairs, and then that's when the car comes in and just starts boom, 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 and just starts nailing these things. And at first, you're kind of like is the guy driving just a, the biggest asshole ever? Like this guy <laughs> set these chairs up and he's just knocking them the fuck over.
0: <laughs> oh, by the way, this, this episode is nothing but spoilers. So no, oh, yeah,
1: I'm sure you, this is going to ruin some people's lives.
0: Yeah. If you, uh, if you haven't watched rubber yet, I, I say, stop listening. Now go watch rubber and then come back to this moment right now. Right. Yeah. now okay
1: <laughs> yep and so, welcome back all right uh so so he hits every fucking chair every Doesn't fucking one. one no Doesn't and one. he goes out of his way at like 10 miles an hour to hit these fucking chairs <laughs>
0: <laughs> so then uh the guy gets out and you see he's a police officer of some type yep And he comes over and he starts talking directly to the camera. So immediately the fourth wall is broken
1: in this movie. Yep. This chills it away. And I got to say, this part of the movie, for me, is one of the most pivotal moments where this (laughs) speech grabbed me to a level I can't explain. And I had such high hopes for this movie at this moment. I'm like, this movie is going to fucking it's either going to be the greatest movie ever, or it's going to be a big fucking, just a big pile of shit. But at this moment, it had me like it. I was in it. I was like, fuck. Alex, fuck. Yes. I'm glad.
0: I'm glad that you felt that way because that was exactly how I felt at that moment. I even let me look at my notes. Yeah. I even said in my notes, I said,
1: we should embrace No fucking reason. (laughs) No fucking reason. If you don't know, now, you know, no reason. Uh, (laughs) It was like his, it was such a good perspective on so many things, not just life, but like movies, like it was movies and borderline life. But for everyone that hasn't seen it or everyone that's already seen it because we paused it and you all could go watch it. um, That's right. He does this big, long speech about how every movie has a no reason percentage in it or moment or factor into it. And he talks about E.T. Right. E. like, why is he brown? No reason. Why is this this way? No reason. Why did this happen? No reason. There's no reason for any of it. And it's you You start right. to like absorb this conversation. You're like, holy shit uh and it's like it's making you think of all these things and it's just like okay and then he just basically lays it out for you like so that's it the what's about to happen there's no reason for it he's so he's telling you yeah he's basically
0: saying like the whole rest of this movie is just a whole bunch of no fucking reason
1: yeah and he wasn't fucking lying. Uh, No, he
0: wasn't! No, he wasn't. (laughs) No. Holy Holy shit. shit. We all (laughs) wish
1: he was. (laughs) My
0: God, this movie was a movie of no reason.
1: Yeah, it was. So, basically, what was it? The next scene is the the guy that was standing in the road with the binoculars gives it to... A handful of people that grab the that binoc- all,
0: that Apparently, the cop was talking to. Yeah. Of the the camera swings around and there's like this whole group of people standing there yep. that are supposed to be quote unquote the audience.
1: Yes. So they're physical representations of the audience in the movie. So that's us right. in the movie. Yes yeah (laughs) and no reason for no fucking reason and they all put binoculars up to their eyes and they just start looking out into the fucking desert fyi they're in the desert uh (laughs) yes then we see the hero of the movie (laughs) (laughs) yeah and it is a tire a fucking car tire yeah and it just starts
0: moving Starts, yeah, it's like half buried in the sand. Yep, then starts swiggling around and then eventually pops up. And The first thing that I noticed about the tire was, damn, there's still some good tread
1: left on that tire. <laughs> yeah, I could see that too. I uh, <laughs> it wasn't terrible. Uh, part of me is like, why'd that get thrown out? Um, <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> So then it
0: starts wobbling around. And then there's this music playing at the beginning that kind of reminds me of like Bambi or like a nature film on the Discovery Channel. Yeah, no, right? t-
1: totally, totally, yes. And, it,
0: and it's like wobbling around and will like fall over a couple of times. And it, it did. It reminded me of like Bambi when yeah. when the deer is just starting the... When a deer is first born and it's trying to take its first few steps and it's kind of stumbly and can't get its right footing.
1: Yeah. Or like... And, and then, It could be like planet Earth, like, we have a tire here today. It is trying to take its first steps into the wilderness. (laughs) Right. And it's playing that music in the background the whole
0: time, like this fucking delightful music. Yeah. (laughs) So then it comes across its first victim, a scorpion. Yeah. And it just smashes the fuck out of the scorpion
1: yeah it gets dark real quick i don't know what it is about tires and their makeup but apparently at the core they're assholes and so (laughs) well dude when it killed the scorpion
0: i thought i don't like scorpions this is the fucking hero of the movie true (laughs) this guy this guy is a superhero yeah then the next thing it smashes Is a beer bottle and my mind instantly is changed,
1: (laughs) yeah. Because, all right, by the way, the scorpion it ran across, but the beer bottle it couldn't run across it, it just sat there. So, this tire stood there next to it and started to uh wobble or vibrate or what vibrate I would call it, yeah. And it was like a and it would just and all of a sudden it just hit a peak and boom the beer bottle popped and you're like, yeah. and, and the first time I saw it, I went, did it just go like supersonic light speed and hit the bottle and bounce back? And then I realized, no, it used its tire brain to explode the bottle. Yeah. Which yes, we all discuss as the audience inside the movie with the binoculars. So don't worry. That's right. They're there to help you figure (laughs) this shit out.
0: That's right. Thank God for that. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I think it was, uh, I don't know if it was, so was it the vibrations causing like a vibration in the atmosphere that it was directed because the tire would have to move and face whatever it was that it was going to blow up when it did the vibrations oh,
1: you're okay now you're talking my language i'm thinking like the physics of it so you're talking like it's not a mental thing it's moving at the resident frequency of the bottle and makes it explode from making the vibrations and the sound the note of yes. it. yes yes holy shit Fuck, I did not think of that. That's exactly what happened. Holy shit. I just assumed it had a fucking weird-ass tire brain in the tread, and it was just like, brain, and then, no, it was vibrating at that frequency. Holy fuck balls. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, together we will get this done. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. yeah i have a question because because after it does that it kills a rabbit right yes okay so i want to know how many animals were murdered in the making of this movie
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah and well the funny thing is like i (laughs) when i saw it kill the rabbit i was the first thing i thought of was we just watch it take its first steps and now it's already killing small animals. I was like, there's no way it's not going to be a serial killer. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) instantly. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's no telling. I mean, granted that fucking, that rabbit was fake as hell. Uh, (laughs) they actually referenced that later. (laughs) Dude. Uh, that's
0: like, what if you have an infant baby and it crawls over and, like is just now learning how to crawl and the first thing it does is walk over to a line of ants and start smashing them all.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> Pretty much. Like, oh fuck. All right, let's uh change that. Uh <laughs> all right. So from there we go uh
0: it it makes its way finally to the road. Right? <laughs> yep and when it gets to the road the f- what just so happens coincidentally for no fucking reason <laughs> for no fucking reason cuz this is this is the theme of the movie for no fucking reason a super hot girl in a convertible drives by as they do for no fucking reason that's right and it's like ooh as it drives by, yeah. And then it's like okay, so I'm gonna start following the hot girl in a convertible. So he starts rolling down the. I'm assuming the tires are he. <laughs> uh
1: yeah, well you never know, but yeah, I'm kind of assuming that too. So uh, it, <laughs> it starts, it starts rolling down
0: the road after the hot girl in a convertible, and then uh, all of a sudden out of nowhere. This truck comes up behind it and just plows right into it and knocks it off the side of the road. Yep. Tire be pissed off. Yeah that that tire is pissed. <laughs> so it gets up, uh, brushes itself off, so to say. Yep. And uh, goes rolling on into town. And, of course, the first thing it comes up to is that same truck driver, yep who uh just happened to stop to make a phone call, apparently,
1: yeah, it was like, you're not getting gas, nothing, just you don't have a cell phone it, we're still using pay phones, okay, okay, yeah, so it is the desert. I don't know what the reception is like out there, but yeah, so, so
0: he had to use he had to use a pay phone for no reason,
1: and uh <laughs> basically didn't even get. Didn't yeah. even get his phone call out because yeah. he didn't
0: yeah. even ask. No one thought. answered.
1: What a fucking dick on the other end of that one, huh? All right. Gets back in his truck
0: and uh, the tire gets there, points at him, starts vibrating, and finally finds the right frequency and pop goes the guy's head. Yep. Just boom, done. So, this
1: is how the tire kills people it yeah. blows their heads up completely it's it's like blowing a balloon up too much it just pops then uh what happens now the tire starts traveling down the road and kind of follows the girl to yeah, i uh, think it's like on the scent <laughs> yeah yeah he's on the prowl for this girl in the convertible and he finds a hotel room uh, her founds a hotel, like a motel. Uh, and the girls decided she's gonna stay there for the night. And you see her call, I'm guessing her parents going, Hey, I'm just gonna stay here for the night and then I'll finish the drive. So it's like you're assuming she's driving from one point to another, maybe like college, she's going from like college town to her hometown, or she's meeting up with somebody or something. So she's letting know yeah. that something's going on. Well, all of a sudden you see the tire in the room next to her. You don't know how he got in.
0: Oh dude, you cut out you you forgot about a a critical moment in the movie. What? So, when she gets in the hotel room, when the tire first arrives at the motel. Oh, that's right. She for no reason needs to get a shower. Yep. So she gets naked and uh, gets in a shower and a tire is totally creeping through the door frame.
1: Yeah. By the way, who doesn't close the front door before getting in a shower of a motel? I'm just saying. Leaves
0: leaves the front door of a motel cracked open.
1: Yeah. Big
0: enough for a fucking car tire to stick its face (laughs) in there.
1: Yeah. And watch her get naked.
0: Right. And then it cuts to the audience who's watching with their binoculars. Yeah. And uh forgotten they, talk- <laughs> they start talking about how amazing her rack is, right? Yeah. yeah. Like oh like she's got like her ass is okay, but she's got a killer rack on her, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then all it all the- cuts back to her and you never once ever see her rack. No. <laughs> ever. Yeah. You caught like a glimpse of her butt as she got into the shower, but never saw her boobs ever once.
1: Never. No, no, not once. And you're like, damn it. And it's like, ah shit, I should have kept watching through the binoculars.
0: <laughs> Why? No reason. No reason. No reason. Yeah. So he's so the tire then retires to the to the adjacent
1: room. Yeah yeah the one right next to it which ha- first of all how the fuck did he open a doorknob and unlock um, it cause I guarantee dude I don't know much about hotels but I know they don't just leave unattended rooms unlocked
0: <laughs> motels just random motels out in the middle of the desert I don't know maybe. yeah
1: I mean you know I mean you know they, they got hookers too so maybe you never know <laughs> use it first pay later <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's like yeah. going to a restaurant eating food uh that's right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were in there for two hours and 37 minutes. Yep. Your bill will be. Here you go, sir. <laughs> oh, dude. But, uh, What about the shows that it
1: liked to watch in there? huh? I, well, I, I remember the second, like when he was watching TV, the second time he was watching like NASCAR, but I don't. What was the first time he was watching like uh, the Hawaiian hula dancers? <laughs> oh, was that what it was? Yeah. I was thinking it was like a nature thing, but yeah, yeah, it, I think it was. And he had
0: it cranked up loud, and the girl couldn't get any sleep. Poor yeah. thing. Because you
1: know tires. Yeah, they can't be hearing shit. Hearing. Yeah,
0: hard, they're hard of hearing.
1: Yeah, they're hard. That's what it is of hearing? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Rebel, dude. I thought. I thought for sure at some point in this movie, he was going to turn himself into a condom. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it would dude it would have it it would have elevated it just a little bit they they could have had that they could have had that horror movie sex scene we're all waiting for uh right or uh you know it it could have been a uh you know at that point it, it's only like a skip jump away from freaking anime tentacle porn uh <laughs> <laughs> you're right you're right uh, all
0: right so uh cut to uh the next morning apparently yeah and the maid comes to clean the room that the tire's in yep which makes me think did he go and pay for a room <laughs> yeah go, I'd be like what the fuck yeah Right. So then, so she so she goes in the room, and here's here's what I thought was the biggest "what the fuck" moment of the whole movie. Maybe was she goes into the room, knocks, says room service or whatever, doesn't hear anything, starts cleaning up the room, and then all of a sudden hears the shower kick on in the bathroom. Doesn't immediately leave the room like any normal maid would do. Yeah but instead goes into the bathroom with the shower running that just came on. Yeah. And then says like maid service or something and then doesn't hear anything and then goes and pulls open the shower curtain. (laughs) Yeah. Who does that?
1: I mean, you never know what kind of shit they find in those hotel rooms because she was yelling the whole time. Like, Hey, anybody in here? But at the same time, it's like there are deaf people in the world. What if there's what? just a dude showering and he's like, "What the fuck are you doing here?" And she's just like, "I've been yelling your name." He's like, "Bitch, I can't hear anything." Right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean,
0: I dude Do you, can you imagine? Or even if you just had like earbuds in or something and just hadn't taken them out yet or whatever. And oh it yeah, it was
1: about. Was about to jump in the shower. Yeah, you had and the shower also, on, you're taking a shit, and you just have your earbuds in and you're just like, Yeah, uh let me yeah. listen to this next spinal tap uh <laughs> song. Right. Yeah. And then she just comes strolling on in there
0: like, Hey, 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 like, yeah. what the fuck? Sorry. Get out of here. Yeah. Housekeeping. She
1: was, uh, d- uh, yeah, she
0: was way, way too much into it. Yeah,
1: no. I, I thought that too. Uh, but she does pull across the, uh, the curtains and there's a tire sitting in the bathtub taking a shower. And yes. it kind of makes me want to, next time I go to a hotel, bring a tire and put it in the shower <laughs> and turn that shit on and leave it and walk the fuck away. Like they 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 probably haven't seen the movie, but it would make me laugh to go what the fuck is a tire doing in the shower? Oh dude, the just knowing
0: the conversations that they're going to be having with people afterwards. Yeah. Or the like those oh you get a phone call, like, did you leave a tire in the shower? Yeah.
1: Uh, uh sir, I think you left your tire. Yep. in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> which I gotta say, she was cleaning up his bed at first, and she pulls back the sheets, which are clean. But she pulls, or she pulls back like the comforter, and sees the sheets, and they're covered in black tread. And it makes yeah. me go, and it made me go, ha! Huh, I get it, cause he rolls around in his sleep, cause yeah. he's a fucking tire. Ha ha right. ha. <laughs> <laughs> Like, it was one of those like, dad jokes. Like, I get it. Man. Um Yeah. Why, why? No reason. No reason. No fucking reason.
0: Of course. No. Why can't he yeah, get, so get he, sleep? Yeah. So he pops her head, of
1: course. Pops yeah. her head like a bad bit. Well, I mean, of course, she picks his ass up, throws him outside. Yeah. He comes back, <laughs> pops her head. Like yeah. I was just taking a shower naked. You didn't even knock. You just barged in the bathroom with yeah. my thing hanging. Yeah, with my tread all out and exposed. Yeah,
0: you <laughs> <laughs> threw me outside like I was a piece of garbage. Yep. Fuck you. <laughs> and then a little boy, little boy sees him go. sees the sees it go back into the room. Yes.
1: And it's like, dad, a tire is alive. <laughs> it just went into room number 16. Yeah. And the dad is like, reminds me of like every drunk dad in like movies. He's like, ah, son, buddy, why are you making this shit up? Like if, I feel like if I told my dad that he goes, all right, what the fuck are you talking about? Show me what the fuck you're talking about. Not like, yeah, what do you make? Ah, oh, go get me a pizza. <laughs> yeah.
0: dude was a total asshole yeah for no reason for no reason yeah for no reason total asshole yeah it's like uh yeah uh you're why always lying to me kid you piece of shit (laughs) where's your bike at go get me a fucking pizza
1: yeah which fyi how fucked up is it for him to pick up a dead bird and throw it on the fucking pizza? And how does he not know that there's a dead fucking bird piece on the pizza? The dad. Dude. <laughs> Cause it's a movie. Yeah.
0: <laughs> because there's no reason for it. Cause there's no reason for it.
1: Yeah. I, I, this, I, I will say halfway through this movie, I, I started to get the gist that every time I had a question, the answer was no reason. There's no reason. It was uh, like every fucking time from here on out. When you go, what the fuck? You go, oh yeah, no reason. So it was about this point in the movie
0: when uh, we see the audience uh, who's been watching this
1: whole time eat a Eat a turkey. Was it a turkey? Yeah. You see the guy who's kind of been servicing them, like giving them binoculars and whatnot, telling them what's going on. He has like a phone call. He's like, Yes, master. Okay. And then there's a turkey in the room. He opens a suitcase full of like weird vials and a bunch of knives. And then you assume he kills the turkey. And then the next day he shows up with a cooked turkey. And these people haven't eaten in two days, but for some reason they're watching this fucking thing and not leaving. Right, because they're like us. They're the audience.
0: Yeah. they we haven't turned the movie off yet. Yeah. <laughs> so, therefore, they are still there. Mm-hmm. So, he brings them this cooked turkey, and they feast into it like a bunch of fucking starving zombies.
1: Yes. eat the flesh, right? They all eat the shit out of it. Like, they're ripping out each other's hands, except for one guy, which is like, he looked like an an old guy in a wheelchair. He looked like an old Vietnam vet in a wheelchair. Yes, that's actually
0: like. the words I was thinking of. Yeah, and uh, he's just like looks over at him like you guys are going to regret this, and then <laughs> continues watching, and uh, and they do end up regretting it
1: because the turkey was poisoned. Yeah. And, and they
0: killed every one of those fuckers.
1: <laughs> my favorite that was one of my favorite parts is they're all going, "Oh, like first the littlest kid that there goes, "Oh, dad, my stomach hurts." And all of a sudden someone else goes, "Oh, my stomach hurts, too." And then they all start like killing over and like, "Oh my god, i have hurt so bad." And they're like, "What's wrong with us?" And the old guy in the wheelchair goes, "He poisoned you, idiots." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, "Holy shit." <laughs> he's yep, like you already see that good. coming <laughs> yep so he they, saw it coming so they all die except for the one guy yep
0: and cut back to the uh, scene going on in front of them that the old man is watching through the binoculars and it's the uh, the police lieutenant who had given the whole no reason speech at the beginning of the movie and his little timer goes off on his watch and he's like, all right, this is it. This is the end of the movie. Yeah. Every, they ate the Turkey. Everybody's dead. We can all go
1: home now. Yeah. Talking to the other actors as if they were actors. Yeah. But they don't get it because they're like, but someone died here. This maid had her head exploded. He's like, no, no, no. You don't understand. We don't have to do this anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like we're done yeah
0: let's go home come on everybody that's it for real they're like no what are you fucking talking about to the point where he has one of his uh deputies pull out their gun and shoot him multiple times
1: oh yeah i forgot about that yeah (laughs) he gets shot three times in the chest and they're all like oh my god he's like what nothing's happening yeah, he's like, this isn't real. <laughs> it's very meta and fourth wall breaking. It's just like, like what? This is bullshit. And they're right. still not getting it and not believing right. him.
0: And then the, the binoculars guy finally <clears throat> that the guy who cooked the turkey finally yeah. comes up is like, the police. yeah, yeah. And he's like, uh, whispering like, hey, uh, one guy, didn't eat the turkey there's still one guy watching and the guy's like fuck yeah. like all right let's get back yeah. to, back to the scene yeah. Son of a he bitch. he basically
1: looks rest- at everybody's like hey forget all that shit i just said all right let's yeah. interview the witness uh <laughs> <laughs> and he's walking
0: around the whole rest of the time with his fucking chest just bleeding out everywhere <laughs> the guy's like uh dude you're bleeding he's like ah fuck it get-
1: yeah, Come on. It'd be fine.
0: Girl escapes. Tire's on the chase. Uh, what? So then what happens? They uh, end up the... Oh, dude, what happened? Oh, the tire. So then the tire sees the girl uh, before this, sees the girl taking a dip in the pool, decides it wants to jump into the pool and just sinks to the bottom. Which had the had the little boy not pulled the tire out of the pool, do you think it would have drowned and it would have just stayed there the whole rest of the time? Because it didn't even attempt to get out of the pool.
1: Part of me is like, yeah, because a tire would have like it would have like how the hell would a tire got out of a pool full of water? Yeah, I don't
0: know. And like there was no, yeah, I don't know. It would have had to vibrate its way out. I don't know. It would have been, it's fucked. It's fucked. It ain't getting out. Yeah. I think, I think that would have yeah. been the end of the movie. And they had to pull, they had the little kid had to pull the, the little kid had to pull the tire out of the shit. Yep. But so what happened? Something happened. Something happened where the tire got pissed off. And it killed like everybody in the town. And I can't remember what happened right before that happened.
1: Uh, well, it happened after that. Was he? They they pulled the tire out, and he um, you know, the deputy and the uh, the dad pulled like, you know, told the son to like leave, and then they were talking about the tire. And this is after like they had that meta moment, and then. Uh, The tire uh, turns and pops the dad's head and then runs off. And then as he runs off, he goes and he finds like a place out in the middle of the desert where it's nothing but tires being burned. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yes. Yes, and then it yeah. just watches so it's essentially like tired genocide in his eyes. Yes, <laughs> yeah, tired genocide. <laughs> and he's just like, "What the fuck are these people doing to my people?" And so he's like, "I've got to fucking take all these assholes out." So he just goes on a murdering rampage and just starts popping people's brains. Yeah, and not this one is the person where, lets someone else know it.
0: <laughs> yeah. This is the point where the tire goes into berserker mode.
1: <laughs> yeah. And it's like, you would think after it, people and people are starting to witness other people's heads getting popped off. And like, they're like, Oh, the suspect is a tire. Uh, <laughs> Like, you would think (laughs) you if you saw a tire roll up on you, you would fucking run at this point. But apparently the whole town doesn't because, like, they're all laying dead out in the fucking grocery store, out of gas stations, all sorts of crazy shit. And it's, like, three weeks later. I remember that. It was, like, three weeks later. Yeah. And, uh... (laughs) And then it cuts to the tires. And for no reason, we didn't see any of that shit. No.
0: (laughs) And it cuts to the tires sitting in a Lazy Boy watching NASCAR. (laughs) That's right. And and, (laughs) uh, the cops are outside in a van, and they've got this fucking mannequin dressed up like the hot girl that he originally liked. Yep. And with like dynamite strapped to the back of it. And, uh, yeah, speak- solid plan, yeah.
1: solid plan. Speaker
0: box attached to it. And a girl in the van were on the other end of the mic trying to lure it outside.
1: And, uh, it, it was not a solid plan. <laughs> and they start talking to it and it starts coming outside. And then out of nowhere the fucking handicap guy in the wheelchair comes out and goes, what are you all doing? (laughs) Right. He interrupts is like, this shit's not going to work. This is not good for, uh, this is not good for the story arc. Uh, (laughs) this isn't good for this and is talking about the story that he's in right. Fucking now. Right. So very fucking fourth wall. (laughs) <laughs> all right so the tire and blows because up. they're having like an
0: argument <laughs> yeah the tire blows up the mannequin's head and uh yes doesn't doesn't set off the dynamite at all that's right and the and the police lieutenant is like you know what fuck this and just grabs a just grabs a shotgun like because yeah. nobody apparently in the last three weeks had ever even thought of this yeah <laughs> but just grabs a shotgun goes into the house behind the tire and just shoots the fuck out of it yeah and comes Which, walking by the way back
1: out we don't see any of this we're looking no. at the wheelchair guy who's just been bitching about the story arc about is like well that was almost a good plan I thought you all could have done something better. And the deputy's like, you know what? Fuck this shit. He walks in, you hear pa pa pop, pop. And he comes out and he's he has a fucking like tire that's been ripped in half in his hands. Yeah. And he just like
0: throws it on the ground like, fuck it. It's done. It's over with. I'm going yeah. home. Yeah. <laughs> and you think, I thought, that's it. That's the end of the movie. Yeah, I was wrong. No, you were dead wrong. so then out comes rolling
1: a fucking tricycle yeah a little red tricycle and you assume it's the tire that has now possessed the tricycle so whatever it is it can move objects but has to be round (laughs) Well, a tricycle
0: technically isn't round unless it's just the front wheel of the tricycle. That's what I'm thinking. Maybe. And then, of course, it comes over to the edge of the porch, points at the man in the wheelchair, vibrates, and uh, it's not his head, but his entire fucking body explodes.
1: Which my favorite part was the guy in the wheelchair goes, wait, 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 I'm not a character in this. This doesn't involve me. You don't have to do this. And it starts to point at him and he goes, no, I'm not. No. And he's like, like, like he's (laughs) scolding a dog. No, no. ah." And then it kind of veers away. Then it comes back and boom, fucking lights that dude up. So now the last audience member is now killed.
0: That's right. Yeah. And we're still watching the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: Shit is not over.
0: Yeah, and we and we continue watching instead of turning the shit off. And all it does from that point on is rolls down the street and as it rolls past an ungodly amount of just left tires on the side of the street. I had no idea that there was so many tires that are just randomly laying on the sides of streets,
1: just out in the desert in the sand. Who the fuck knew uh, if I ever need a fucking
0: tire and somebody who just recently drove through the Mojave desert into California from Vegas I didn't see a single fucking tire laying on the
1: side <laughs> of the street.
0: Yeah, just
1: but just in this desert, out there was a shit ton. Yeah, apparently.
0: Uh. So uh. So and that's where it ends. It's this tricycle with a ton of tires. As it passes these tires, it apparently is also possessing those tires, and they all flip yeah. up and just start rolling behind the tricycle. And they roll all yeah. the
1: way into Hollywood. <laughs> that's right. And then the end. Uh.
0: <laughs> yeah. Now, what do you think yeah. that's a metaphor for? You think because they rolled right up to the
1: Hollywood sign. Oh, um, you're looking for metaphors? Uh. Yeah, man. I mean, <laughs> I mean
0: I've, this movie's trying to tell you something. It's trying to tell you that it's trying to blow up. Hollywood, I think. (laughs) It's trying to blow the head off of Hollywood.
1: Yeah, maybe it's a representation of what it is, saying we're coming at full force for Hollywood and we're breaking down the foundations, a.k.a. the sign. Right. (laughs) Dude,
0: how do you think they got this tire to roll around like it did without you like like just logistically just, or not logistically but just like the the basics No yeah of like mechanically what, what went in place
1: it? yeah like the basics of the filming of it all um i believe that um what happened is that either there was a dude in a green suit who just rolled this thing cuz it would wobble but you could tell someone caught it Like the way it would snap back or they either had two guys with like a string that the camera couldn't see or maybe like a green pole because you could, you know, like if it's green, you can Photoshop it out and just roll this thing and just be wider than the camera. But I I seriously think it was almost like a dude in a green suit that would just sat there and walked with this tire and they just edited it out later i guess like i because i couldn't i
0: couldn't do it i was thinking if i was going to make this movie at home yeah i would uh start the camera rolling push the tire jump out of the frame of the camera (laughs) and then just (laughs) edit it from like the point where i jumped out till like it ended up falling over somewhere (laughs) But then there was other portions, uh, parts of the movie where it's just like, like when it was laying on the ground, when it'd fall over and it just starts spinning around and shit.
1: Yeah. I mean,
0: some of that have some kind of CG, CGI thing going on, uh, for like the vibration shit that they had going.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. They definitely had to, uh, I feel like me and you need to make our own rolling. Like I'm going to find like a ball or something. I'm just going to. Take a like, I'm gonna make a video of a ball rolling or something, and I'm gonna make it look like it took me out or something. Like, I'm gonna make my own version of rubber. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. I'm gonna do it.
0: I'm gonna use a used condom, yeah, and it's gonna flap around in the wind. It's going to be like one of those, uh, one of those wind flags at the yeah. airport, and it's going to come around and, it'll <laughs> poof, and hit somebody yeah. right in the face.
1: Oh shit! No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> so, um, I got to ask, how would you rate this movie?
0: <laughs> well, all right, my last note on here for Rubber says, "What a dumb movie." <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah yeah there was
0: no reason for it uh dude but i i did i did watch the whole thing i didn't turn it off so that has to give it at least a four and i actually was entertained half of it and i laughed out
1: loud probably two or three times so i'm gonna give it a five yeah. Okay, that's a solid, you know, I agree with that. I'm going to go with five as well, because like it it did, it was like I had such high hopes for it with that beginning speech. It had me. I'm like, oh, I'm in it. Let's go. Let's go to some weird fucking places. Uh, <laughs> and we did. And then I'm like, I don't know if I wanted it all that, uh, <laughs> but it it I couldn't stop watching it. That was the thing. It was right. so bad. It was good. Um that's right. Hey, I tell you what, we did have a lot more to say about
0: Rubber than we did Spinal Tap. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> well,
1: Rubber was such a fucking out there movie. Uh <laughs>
0: Which I think is more of a hard side or cinema review type of
1: movie anyway. I so agree. thank you, Katie. I
0: agree. For, uh, that suggestion.
1: Yeah, that was a perfect one. Please go out and watch this movie. You <laughs> you might not be disappointed. You might be, but you might not be. Uh, <laughs> you got a 50-50 <laughs> shot. Uh, Alright, well, I, uh, Alex, am at a beer. Me too. I'm at a cider. S- 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 s-
0: I'm out of my hard solder for my hard solder reviews. Yep. That means my reviews is over. See, si, senor. All right. So what we need you to do is we need you to talk to your friends and say, "Hey, I know this podcast. It's i. Right. Yeah, it's better than the movie Rubber. yeah am right. So
1: maybe you should listen to it. <laughs> yeah. Go check it out. These guys are hilarious. They uh, they drink, they talk, they talk and drink about everything. And speaking of that, if you want to hear something, please contact us at one of our many social medias. <laughs> we like we like the DMs. <laughs> yeah.
0: We want the DMs for sh- at uh at uh Facebook and uh Instagram. Find us at Soberless Thoughts. And where do
1: you find us at on Twitter? At think soberless is the best place to find us on Twitter. That's right. <laughs> And you can always direct email us at soberless thoughts at gmail dot com.
0: And if you want to find all of our old episodes, you can find them anywhere you listen to podcasts or on our webpage at Soberless Thoughts at G or no at Soberless Thoughts dot com.
1: <laughs> yeah. And let us know what you think of rubber if you end up going out and watching rubber please send us we will read your reviews on here because I'm curious to see what everyone else says about rubber spinal tap we know it's a cult classic but I mean hell if you want to send us that too we'll read it Uh, but I'm curious I want to know what other people think of rubber let's see uh, if you're going to have the same reaction as we did (laughs) yeah
0: Katie email us back tell us what you thought of rubber yeah Obviously, she loved it. It's her favorite movie. Of all time. Of all time. It's her cult classic. That's right. That's her cult classic. Dude, I need some jack-in-a-box in in my life. Yeah. (laughs) All right, buddy.
1: All right. Well, as we always say, when you're in the skillet, you got to stay cheesy, keep it greasy, and flip on out.
0: For life And a dangerous mind
1: My trail of dust
0: Who knows what you'll find I can take a tree And tear it from its roots